0: Hello everyone and welcome to the 41 German show. Today I'm joined by David Schiekofer, Luca Caniram, Patrick Hayden and myself, AJ Adelge. Uh We have a fantastic show lined up for you with a variety of topics ranging from cars to cities in Germany and their benefits. And also we have a little bit of a politics section and a culture section called Landeskunde. David will be starting us off with a little bit of information on Germany, some Landeskunde or culture in English. And here's David now to bring you all that information.
1: Thank
2: you AJ. So Germany has very diverse landscapes. You can roughly divide Germany into the north German lowlands and the low mountain ranges and the foothills of the Alps. In the north are the coasts of the North Sea and Baltic Sea. In the south the Alps rise and in the north German lowlands the country is flat or hilly. There are heaths, moors and entire lake landscapes such as Mecklenburg Lake District which is definitely worth a visit. Germany is a federal republic consisting of 16 Bundesländer meaning states. Schleswig-Holstein, Hamburg, Bremen, Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, Niedersachsen, Brandenburg, Berlin, Sachsen-Anhalt, Nordrhein-Westfalen, Hessen, Thüringen, Sachsen, Rheinland-Pfalz, Saarland, Baden-Württemberg, and Bayern. Three of them are special Bundesländer. Berlin, the capital city, Hamburg, and Bremen, they are called Stadtstaaten, meaning city-states. And these are states that consist of only one city instead of a larger area like the others. Whereby Bremen still includes Bremerhaven, which is not located on the urban area. The largest federal states are Bavaria, Lower Saxony and Baden-Württemberg. The smallest federal state is Bremen. However, most people live in North Rhine-Westphalia, followed by Bavaria and Baden-Württemberg. Each Bundesland has its own traditions, like for example Bavaria with its Oktoberfest, an example for a big cultural event in Germany. The Oktoberfest is a cultural celebration in Germany that usually takes place in September to October. And this year was meant to take place from exactly noon on saturday september 16th to sunday october 3rd 2021. however sadly it was unable to go ahead for a second consecutive year due to the COVID 19 pandemic it was due to take place in teresa the celebration usually consists of many events such as first the visa church service the traditional costume and hunter's parade and the oktoberfest tapping and opening ceremony the royal events were celebrated with the citizens of munich and they were held in front of the city gates and the fields. They were named Theresienwiesen, meaning Teresa's Meadow after the crown prince. One interesting fact about Oktoberfest is that on the 100 year anniversary in 1910, it was estimated that 120,000 liters of beer were consumed at that event. Later, during World War I, from 1914 to 1918, Oktoberfest was temporarily suspended. And two years after the war, it was replaced by a smaller event simply known as the Kleiner Herbstfest, meaning the smaller autumn.
1: Next on, we have AJ to talk to you all about cities in Germany and some interesting facts about them.
0: Thank you, Sean Patrick. For this section, I will be covering three beautiful, unique, but sometimes overlooked cities in Germany to visit. However, all the big German cities have so much to offer. I decided not to include the two big cities of Berlin and Munich, as you may already know a lot about them. So first is Hamburg. Hamburg is a big city in North Germany. It is the second most populated city in Germany after Berlin with over 1.85 million people. Hamburg has over 30 different Christmas markets called Weihnachtsmarkt, where you can enjoy mulled wine, roast chestnuts, and a beautiful winter atmosphere. One of the most popular of the Weinaxmarks is the Rathausmarkt, or City Hall Square. Hamburg is one of the most beautiful port cities in the world, with the port of Hamburg, or in German, Der Hamburger Hafen, or if you're a native speaker, Hafen City. It is also known as the gateway to Germany. There is a lovely walking trail going through the 19th century warehouse district, the Speicherstadt, with its rows of tall brick buildings once used to store coffee, tobacco, spices, and dried fruits. Built from 1883 to 1927, it's the world's largest warehouse district and was made a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 2015. Another beautiful site in Hafen City is the Elbe Philharmonie or the Elbe Philharmonic Hall. It has become a landmark of Hamburg and is considered to be one of the largest and most acoustically pleasing concert halls in the world. Opened in 2017, the Elfie's base is made up of six stories of the aforementioned red brick building of the warehouse district. The other 20 stories are made up of exquisite, curvy, shiny glass which words cannot truly describe. Next in Hamburg is the Miniato Wunderland. Hamburg Wunderland is the world's largest miniature railway and is the biggest and most densely populated miniature city. It is a perfectly copied version of Hamburg with 15.4 kilometers of rail track and 1,040 trains, 100,000 vehicles, an airport with planes that actually take off and 400,000 unique human figures. The Hamburg Wunderland takes up 2.3 square kilometers. The next city is Freiburg or Freiburg im Breisgau. Freiburg is a very eco-friendly city and is considered to be the greenest city in Germany. The 220 Freiburg citizens get a lot of sun as Freiburg is one of Germany's sunniest cities. This helps them use solar energy. Freiburg also loves cycling with around 400 kilometers of cycle path and over 9,000 bike parking spaces. Seventy percent of the population live less than one kilometer away from a tram stop with trams coming around every eight minutes and ticket costs being subsidized to encourage usage. If you like the outdoors, Freiburg would be great for you with the many different hiking trails and routes just outside the city center. The German Netflix series Biohackers is set in Freiburg and I recommend you watch it, especially if you're uh, interested in learning German. Freiburg is a beautiful city with the luscious green trees contrasting well with the colorful houses and Gothic churches, all lined by small canals. And you can't forget the super futuristic Freiburg University Library or the Freiburg Bibliothek. The third and last city in Germany that I'll be discussing today is Dresden or Dresden. Dresden is a city that boasts beautiful architecture. It is known as the Baroque city throughout Germany and is also nicknamed the Florence on the Elbe. The architecture of Dresden is made up of many styles, including Renaissance, modern, postmodern, Baroque and Rococo. A lot of Dresden was bombed by the Allies during World War II, and many of the beautiful buildings were destroyed. This, however, adds the many styles of the architecture of the city. Some of the nicest looking buildings in Dresden include the Frauenkirche, or the Church of Our Lady. The Frauenkirche is a Lutheran church that was built in the 18th century. The interesting Baroque dome style was destroyed during the bombing of Dresden in World War II, and it was decided by East German leaders to keep the rubble as a war memorial. The church was not rebuilt until after reunification, starting in 1994 and finished in 2005. Another beautiful building in Dresden with interesting history is the new synagogue. The new synagogue was built in 2001 at the location of the Old Synagogue. The Old Synagogue was burned by the Nazis in 1938 during Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass. The synagogue is a modernist building, unlike the other restored buildings in Dresden, which maintain their Baroque style. The structure is a monument to survival, despite one of the worst acts of sectarian carnage in history.
1: Thanks, AJ. Now we have Luca to talk about cars and their connection to Germany.
3: Carl Friedrich Benz is widely regarded as the inventor of the modern motorcar. His Benz patent motorcar from 1885 is considered the first practical automobile put into series production. He received a patent for the motorcar in 1886. His patent was for a three-wheeled vehicle with a gas engine to the Imperial Patent Office in Berlin. It had the number DRP 37435 the patent specification for the world's first vehicle with an internal combustion engine and electric ignition is regarded today as the birth certificate of the uh, automobile due to germany's long history with cars they are widely regarded as some of the most reliable and well-built cars in the world some german car brands include bmw mercedes-benz porsche audi opel and volkswagen According to the FN50 car finance blog, these are the most reliable cars in the UK. First we have BMW, then we see Audi in second. uh, Then in third we have Mercedes-Benz with Volkswagen following behind in fourth place. And finally we can see Toyota. Uh, We can very easily see a trend here. Uh, All but one of the top five are German cars. This is because they're well designed and built with care. Brands such as Volkswagen, are not considered high-end cars or luxury cars by any means but the bang for your buck is incredible with cars like Volkswagen Golf that are considered one of the best cars in the world for young drivers and it as it is not a high price range and does not come with high car insurance prices due to its small engine size this factor will be huge huge for young drivers whose insurance prices can reach up to four and a half thousand euro for men and four thousand euro for women But. For a cheap car with a small engine, it could be much less. These cheap prices for Volkswagen cars aren't new. Volkswagen was established in 1937 by German Labour Front or Deutsches Arbeit Front in Berlin. Adolf Hitler wanted a car every German family would be able to afford. The People's Car, or a Volkswagen, would be available through a savings plan at 990 Reichsmark. Or uh, $396 in 1938, about the price of a small motorcycle. Now, in contrast to the Volkswagen, most other German car brands are regarded as high end cars. These would be the BMWs, Audis, Porsches, and Mercedes Benzes. The average price for these cars is roughly 55,000 euro, give or take 5,000. You could easily find a car going for more than 200,000 in any of these brands. Today around the world car modifications are very popular, it is an alternative to buying a stock car that is way too pricey because it has all the bells and whistles when all some people want is a cheaper car that feels sporty. People modify their cars themselves due to multiple factors which include not having to pay labour costs, self-assured quality and fine tuning the car to your specific needs. In Germany it is not uncommon to see cars with heavy modifications. This is due to the absence of illegal modifications you can do to your car in Germany. The only modification that is regulated is tire size. Tire size is written on the vehicle documents. Tires of other sizes are not allowed, so to change the size of the tires permission is necessary. Uh, All other modifications except interior modifications require registration of the modification and permission, but this permission is not hard to get. People will buy cars and modify them enough to double or even triple the price of the car in some cases. Due to this common love of cars between many Germans, F1 is also very popular in Germany. Just in the 2020 season, there was an average of 4 million German TV viewers for each race. Germany has held the German Grand Prix 78 times, one of the most F1 races held by any country, an impressive title to hold. Now we have Patrick, who's going to be looking at the politics of Germany, what's going on currently, how they work, and also how they compare with our own systems in
1: Ireland. Thanks, Luca. Hello again. Firstly, the main thing regarding politics on a lot of German people's minds is the recent federal general election held on the 26th of September 2021. The results of the election were unsurprising given the situation. The SPD, Social Democratic Party of Germany, recorded their best results since 2005, the SPD is one of the two major parties in Germany, along with the CDU, the Christian Democratic Union of Germany. The CDU, however, did not have a good result and instead received their worst ever result at 24.1%, a far cry from the 32.9% they garnered in 2017. One thing that is of importance this election is that it's the first time since 2005 that Angela Merkel will not be returning as Chancellor. This change in political climate has had an effect that is clearly seen in the CDU's disappointing results, which are almost certainly in part due to Angela Merkel's departure. The Green Party in Germany also saw success in the form of 14.8 for the second vote, not as large as the SPD or CDU, but still a large amount of support from the population of Germany nonetheless. As well as the German election results, it's worth considering how exactly the voting works in the first place, what values it has, and how it compares to other systems. The elections in Germany have a set of principles and values that are embodied in the voting process and democratic system in general. These values are general, direct, free, equal and secret. All of these different principles help to keep a more fair and just democracy system in place, with one example in specific being direct, meaning that politicians and authority figures are elected directly by the people and there is no intermediate voting force. Secrecy is also a highly valued principle in the German electoral process ensuring nobody faces discrimination based on who they vote. The one labelled free is quite self-explanatory, making sure that the financial situation is not a barrier to voting. How does Germany compare to Ireland in terms of voting? Ireland has a proportional representation voting system, a system renowned for its ability to represent populations fairly and ensure people's vote matters in every stage of the election. There is also a system called First Past the Post that the United Kingdom uses for their elections, which has been criticised for how it can be unrepresentative of what the people want. Germany, on the other hand, actually uses a mix of both the proportional voting system and the First Past the Post system of England, combined into one system for electing a direct representative in their local district and for their preferred political party. The First Vote is used for electing representatives to the Bundestag, and the second vote is for what proportion of seats each party receives in parliament. As well as this, before the election day, the political parties each write up a candidate list in each of the Bundesländer or states, with politicians at the top of each list most likely to get a spot in government and a seat. In Germany, there are also many political parties to choose from, with some earlier mentioned examples being the SPD, the Social Democratic Party of Germany, the CDU, Christian Democratic Union, and Allianz 90, or the Green Party. There are also a vast variety of smaller parties in Germany, all with varying ideologies, ranging from a Christian right-wing party called Alliance C, Christians for Germany, to the Anarchist Pogo Party of Germany, a satire party created by Peter Verscheld. There is also the Urbans, a hip-hop party, who are yet another example of how smaller parties can be founded and participate in elections and the democratic process. Thank you, Patrick. For our final piece we have David again to talk about sport in Germany.
2: Thank you, Patrick. So, in Germany, there are a couple of famous football clubs like Dortmund or FC Augsburg. But the most famous one is FC Bayern Munich, a German football club which was founded on February 1900. It is the most well-known football club in Germany and also renowned around the world. Bayern has six Champions League wins, which puts them on player three behind Real Madrid and AC Milan. They currently play in the 1st Bundesliga and are most of the time on the top of the leaderboard. At 2018 Annual General Meeting, the Bayern Board reported that the club had 291,000 official members and there are 4,433 official registered. The Bayern Board reported that the club has 291,000 official members and there are 4,433 official registered fan clubs, with over 390,000 members. Bayern has many famous players like including Robert Lewandowski, Thomas Müller, Joshua Kimmich and Manuel Neuer, who became five times world goalkeeper. Not only is football a very famous sport in Germany, F1 racing also plays a major role, as does former racing driver Michael Schumacher, who is one of the most famous German sports figures. He's a cultural icon in Germany. He's one of the most famous and best F1 drivers the world has ever seen. Here are a couple of facts about him. He was born on 3rd January 1969 in Huert, a suburb of Köln. His career started a lot earlier than you might think, because already at the age of 4 he won his first go-kart races. Then, 1989, was his first Formula 3 season in the team of his future manager Willy Weber. After a couple wins in the Formula 3 season, he got promoted to Formula One. Three years later, he becomes Formula One world champion, whereupon he changes yes. from Benetton to Ferrari with the goal of making the traditional team victorious again. He kept his promise when he won the world championship for Ferrari in 2000 to 2004. In total, he won seven world championships and made it 155 times onto the podium. One year after his retirement from F1, Schumacher suffered a horrific ski crash in the French Alps, which led him to a bad brain injury. Information about his condition is well guarded by his family, but they have now opened up a little bit about the accident in a Netflix documentary.
1: Thanks for that, David. And thanks to everyone from 41 German. Thanks for listening.
2: Auf Wiedersehen!